0: Oh, some my people's one time. What up, what up, what up? Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? This is the whole crew across the intersection podcast. This is AJ, I'm in here with even a sizzle. As always, you can ingest this podcast where they get ingested. Apple Podcasts and iTunes, Google Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and the Clouds of Sound. Um, You can hit us up at DiveMedia.co. That is DiveMedia.co. And hit us on the socials. This is Dive Media. That is at This is Dive Media on all social platforms. And if you want to hit us up on the personal, we got a telegram group, but you got to hit us up to get that joined. And I'm at Divinimus on all platforms, D-I-V-E-N-O-M-O-U-S.
1: And I'm E to the V to the on Twitter. And Avery is uh, not to the not on nothing, <laughs> not a, What Have you finally decided to return to the 21st century, Avery?
0: That brother is writing uh-uh. letters.
2: I mean, we'll, we'll we'll see what it is. Are, oh, oh,
1: hold we on! We be- got breaking
2: news. Nah. Bam, bam. nah. At the end of the
1: second decade of the 21st century, and you're saying
2: nope? I don't know yeah. about
1: those socials.
2: Nah, nah, nah. Me and um, you know, I might have a me and these uh social media companies. We got some. We got we, we you know, we got some violations going on. So I'm, you know, we got some legal things to work out. Uh-oh, uh-oh,
0: yeah, don't. Yeah. Don't. Oh, you ended up on Facebook jail, yeah, is that what don't,
2: No, 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 no. Don't put all don't your put business on the street. You know Mark Zuckerberg out Zuck. here meeting with
0: conservative politicians. Nah, so you know, I don't mess you,
2: with the Zuck. Nah, 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 I'm, you know, me me, me and Edward Snowden, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> about to yeah.
0: move to Mo- I don't know, bro, you might not be able to blend in in Moscow, you know, Snowden could get it in out there.
2: Nah, man.
0: You may have to go to Zimbabwe.
2: Nah. Me and Me and Edward Snowden we go back like full body back tattoos, so.
0: Okay, all right, line of Judah tattoos like your boy Kevin DeReezy, okay.
2: Yeah, there you go. Like uh, angel wings like your boy Ja Rule. Oh, That's me and Edward Snowden. <laughs> That's how far back we go.
0: Cause it's murder. Anyway, y'all know how we do, y'all love the banter. So, um, it's been stuff going on, I don't know. Recession about to hit. I've been watching a lot of financial stuff. I don't know about you. I've been watching a lot of financial stuff, man. I, I got I got a bunch of conspiracy theories. Cass is telling you, oh, a recession coming, man. They playing with the economy.
1: Well, they've been saying that Big since- Big worm o- been telling o- me previous- that they playing with
0: his emotions. Well, so
1: They've been saying it since 08 when the previous uh, recession happened and then 18 months passed and the recession supposedly bounced back. So, you know, I don't know about the prediction, but we'll see.
0: Yeah, man, well, my boy yeah. Ali Velshi used to be on CNN, and then he went to MSNBC, and I don't know where he's at now, but he's been talking about recession for a minute, too. So, But a lot of guys that, that I watch, a lot of economists and financial people, they, they talk about how just the the things behind the scenes with the Fed and all that stuff going on in the oh, yeah Well, I
1: love their retroactive predictions, though. Like, after 08 came, everybody's like, ah! I knew it, see, I knew it was coming. I knew the bubble was gonna burst.
0: It's a couple of dudes that that are um, citing things that they wrote before, though. That's like they see some of the same trends going on. So, oh, listen, yeah. y'all, we're not giving out no financial advice, but just get your house in order. That's what I would say. Get your house in order. I would hate to see you on the chain gang because you had that uh that that Netflix bill put you under. So you know, I would hate <laughs> to see you. <laughs> I would hate to see you cracking rocks. I just Lisa. need some
1: of these ethical hackers. I just need some of these ethical hackers to remember that they too have student loans. So you know, might as well clear <laughs> us all up. Just
0: go ahead, clear us all up. Yeah, V for Vendetta guys out there, go ahead and hook us all up. Hook us all up.
2: Yeah, anybody can get it though, man. I was watching a couple of um, videos of these millionaires, man, that became homeless. Uh, two di- two oh. different videos. Yeah, yeah. On YouTube or something. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. Any
1: particular channels that feature these, or you just I, I, yeah,
2: through? yeah, yeah. One channel is called Invisible People,
1: okay. And
2: uh, that that joint, oh, the
1: homeless one,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, I've family. seen that, yeah. So, this is one dude, it's Asian Cat, he's a millionaire that became homeless. He said he, he was a millionaire, like in South Carolina, or something like that. He had like millions of dollars in the bank, hundreds of thousands, something like that. He said he woke up one day, that joint was gone. <laughs> that's what he said. Straight up, it was gone. Um, he had boats and all that stuff. That stuff was gone. He ended up in San Francisco Ohio, in Oakland, rather. So that's a very interesting story. Um, and then there's another dude who uh, was a millionaire, multi-millionaire, and then he he now he's living out of RV.
0: He lost everything. And, well, there's um, a lot
1: of RV RV dwellers. There's a whole movement yeah, around. Yeah, but, I, I, but oh, I'm saying movie he's movie yeah, movie. Yeah,
2: yeah, okay. he, yeah. he he he's I mean, some
0: homeless. cats probably by choice, though, right? Some cats yeah, I, by choice. I'm choices. not talking
2: <laughs> like a backpacker, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking <laughs> like he's homeless for real, you know, in the words of Eddie Murphy. So the the dude, he uh <laughs> he <laughs> oh, Yeah, I see the comedians in cars getting coffee. Eddie Murphy makes this uh joke, it's pretty funny. But anyway. The this this dude is um, a millionaire, and he was in Italy or something like that. And he had this company called Carbug, C A R B U G, and that junk was like a homing device in your car, so you never lose your car. This is like before where we are now. Where, you know, it was like back in like the like 2007, 2008, somewhere, somewhere low, between. You,
0: you mean like LoJack?
2: kind of yeah yeah, but but it's a little bit it was more modernized and it was more for like it was that probably would have been a competitor but i mean he just had this company and that jump blew up he had a spin-off company called kid bug where you just put a little little jump you know in like your kid's coat or whatever and you can find your kid but again this is like in the 2000s so it's not like right now so he was bubbling and then I don't remember if it was like the, the the economic crash that took place or what, but he lost, like he had to lay off all these employees. He lost big parts of his business. And next thing you know, his whole job was gone, gone, gone. And uh, now he's homeless. At least he was oh. in the last video, which was in 2011. That's the video. Oh. Yeah, he was being interviewed in 2011, and and it's it's like yeah, it's it's crazy. It sounds crazy when I say it, but you got to see it for yourself. You know what I'm saying? So I sounds mean, like he might not have
1: diversified whatever like whatever income he got in the savings and investing. He probably threw I mean, uh, everything in I, one
2: spot. I don't, I, that's probably what it sounded like. But I wouldn't. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I, I I think that the ultimately the Jonas anybody could get it. You know, anybody can get it, and. uh I mean, you know, we have our we we have um, our stuff stored up in these barns, and you know, I mean, the FDIC here in the US only insures up to two hundred fifty thousand uh-huh. dollars. So to your to what you're saying, even you want to spread it out, but I mean, who knows what goes on? I mean, I I, I don't run in them circles. So, but right. but the point is, is that anybody can get it.
0: You that's know? a good, that's a good uh, point. I mean, anybody can get it, so that's why it's so important to keep your house in order. Because if anybody can get it, imagine if you got mountains of debt you know and and you consume with like i don't mean like and i mean any debt is not great but like frivolous debt like credit cards and things like that so just hey listen y'all we're not here to try to be no financial analyst we watching just like y'all watching and listen well, what are
1: they going to do to those people put them in debtor's prison which is an outlawed i mean you know so you know those people have debt other people don't and when when there's a complete downturn what difference will it make
2: that's a good. Point. I mean, no, no. you kind of are put in debt debtors pr- prison when you hit the street. Right. <laughs> then you get Ooh. caught up on some vagrancy laws, but yeah, it's you know, a
0: whatever. it's a it's a whole vicious cycle. So, with that being said, Come as on. I make as I make that seguesy, capitalism, yay, capitalism! Everybody loves to to beat their chest about how awesome capitalism is and how great it is and how socialism sucks, and communists is of the devil. Communists is the devil, mama, like Bobby Boucher mama come say. On. preach Colin, capital, Nick. <laughs> right, he got his bread and bounced. I'm throwing passes, I'm working every day, I'm out here working every day. Man, come on, you counting that bread. He count that Nike bread. Anyway, capitalism. So, for those of you who might be living under a rock, um, this past week, The NBA got into some trouble. They got into some trouble. So one of the general managers of the wonderful National Basketball Association, the general manager of the Houston Rockets, Mr. Daryl Morey, um, he made a tweet in support of Hong Kong. Now, for those of you who don't know, there's been mad protests um, out in Hong Kong as they forced them cats to be fully integrated into Chinese society. And so cats have been out there protesting, getting it in, with uh mainland Chinese and the police, right? Chinese Popo. Chopo. That was kinda silly. Chopo. <laughs> right. And so Daryl Mori um tweeted about two weeks ago his support for the democratic move in Hong Kong. Like, yo, you know, I'm with y'all. I'm with y'all in spirit, you know. Twitter Twitter um activists. And um She really does f- not know
1: how mainland China feels about Taiwan and about Hong Kong and about anything else it considers to be its own, oh, yeah. and how much leverage mainland China has.
0: And that's the that's uh, where we going with this,
1: because
0: like I I like this is why I, I I made a little joke about capitalism because the firestorm that happened because of that tweet was hysterical. Honestly, um, as we were just talking a little bit, you know, before we started recording in pre-pro about how there's some inherent hypocrisy built into capitalism. So for those of you who don't know, just giving you the real quick abridged version, he made the tweet, Chinese officials were not feeling that Joe at all, started to cut ties with the Houston Rockets organization over in China, pulling their games off television networks out there, pulling their stuff down, canceling promotion um, tours, all that kind of stuff. Not with the NBA as a whole, but with... China, and it got so serious, the commissioner had to have a press conference, Adam Silver, you know, old uh, sickly looking out, Adam Silver, and um, now everybody's hush-hush. Nobody's saying nothing, and so, this is one of of the few times that I actually was like, I wanna see what 45 got to say about this. I I actually wanted to see what he had to say. Cause he came out, you know. I mean, listen, you knew what was coming, so he came out. Mm-hmm. Oh, they can talk about me and they can talk about America, but they got nothing to say about China. They got mm-hmm. nothing to say about China. Nothing to say about <laughs> China. So I just find it hysterical, and I mean, what y'all take on it? Because this is capitalism. This is this is capitalism. For those of you who, who are listening who don't know, like there are more basketball fans in China than there are people in the United States. There's oh, a billion that, really?
1: Chinese, yeah. You sure there's yeah. one point three billion Chinese, which means that the United States population as a whole can fit into China five times, something like that. Four times?
0: So, okay.
1: so we need per- to what what my thoughts are include the fact that we just need to um, put our place in this world as it uh, evolves, or maybe devolves, in context. And uh, we're used, we've are we been used to, for a long time, being the center of the universe. Uh, but China has been feeling itself, partially because of its population and because of the moves it is making in Africa and other parts of the world, in terms of getting mineral wealth and infrastructure. When you go and you look at videos and pictures of Chinese cities, I'm not talking about the ghost cities, but even the ghost cities are waiting for population. But when you look at like some of these Chinese cities that many people have never even heard of, they are more developed than most American cities. So, uh, as a as a nation, we need to realize that um, we're not what my dad used to call the muckety muck anymore.
0: The, the muckety mucks. <laughs>
1: hey,
0: listen, the um the deputy commissioner of the NBA, because he was interviewed. The only reason I where I got that from is um a is the deputy commissioner was interviewed, the NBA's deputy commissioner. And in the interview, he was like, yeah, there's like over 300 million basketball players in China. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that that rivals the entire population of this country. So, like, for people who, like, um, Americans love beating their chest about capitalism. And I'm like, yo, this is capitalism. Like, you're going where the money is. You're going where the people are. Listen, I'm not Chinese. So I'm not here waving the flag, you know. Talking about Xi Jinping is my man. I'm just saying that we need to realize that we have built Western society on the, you know, on the back of capitalism, and so the NBA has grown exponentially in popularity and um, financially, due in large part to its Chinese and Far East Asian fan base, and so now somebody want to talk greasy, they they're not gonna rock that gravy train, you know, and well, why would they?
2: I, so, I, I, uh, so to answer why would they, um, apparently, at least uh, one or a couple, one being Daryl Mori, and maybe a couple other people, uh, <clears throat> saying that he stood for uh, the people of Hong Kong uh, fighting. So, I, I haven't researched too much, but what I have seen, and I'm saying like right now, um, I do know Hong Kong is an island off the coast of China. I do know that. Uh, but, um Hong Kong, from the bit that I've seen, and they had protests been going on like all summer right yeah uh but but the bit that I've seen that really kind of turned stuff up was a um was a protocol that was put in place that they could not wear uh those masks, and we all know how Asians love the masks because they be wearing them joints out here, I
0: know <laughs> they'd be on the metro <laughs> rocking them, shorts, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, so they turned up off that joint, but <laughs> um but uh, uh um moving 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 away from that specific thing what I find very um interesting, just zeroing in on who they say is the the face of the NBA uh your boy um lebron lebron and,
0: james
2: and yeah, and um you know his uh his response and uh i think on one on one level uh and his response is bad I know we don't have a quote in front of us, but you can look it up uh but basically he was like. Um, he said a couple things. One, he said that uh, that tweet put a lot of people in lives in jeopardy. And then he said how oh the Daryl Morey was uneducated. He was thinking about himself. And then he said also he could have waited a week to send it. So it was like three different things. But the, for one, I can understand LeBron's concern being out there, and you know um, he could have he could have caught a caught a an L and and a lot of those a uh, lot of those uh, uh, American. Uh, basketball players out there. I i get that. But what I find interesting about that is, um, you know, you talk all that stuff out here where it's safe. And, um, you know, LeBron's not getting touched. Uh, the, the, I find it, I find it comical where when Kaepernick, you know, right or wrong, right or wrong, um, you can sort of kind of see a sort of kind of point that Kaepernick was kind of, was trying to make, even though, you know, he could have done it a different way uh, um, given, given so much was going on, even with Dallas and Fort Worth and all these shootings that are happening, um, how uh, the NFL was being jeopardized financially um, because of what was going on and how, you know, LeBron specifically, I stand with Cap and I stand with Nike and, you know, wearing these silly shirts. I can't breathe. Enough is enough. You know, like cutesy woozy stuff in the NBA was it's easy, and even then, you're not really saying anything. You're just wearing silly T-shirts with
1: hashtags right. on them. Well, that shirt is silly, but go ahead. I'm saying it, it's
2: it's it it could mean anything. It could all these all these uh, it, it's weak. It's weak. I'm saying I I'm saying it's weak, and I'm saying that it sells products when uh, Kaepernick you know, does the little Nike commercial and, uh, you know, uh, stand for something or you are fall for anything, all of that. And it's like, Oh yeah, Nike, you see all on Twitter and, you know, Nike stock gets bumped or they make these sales, you know, just, just, just in that little weekend or whenever it happened. But it's like, it's real people going through real stuff. And when LeBron is saying all this stuff like equality and he's for, uh, uh, the dignity of all people and, Posting Martin Luther King tweets and whatnot, like you know, at the same time turn around and and I always thought it was kind of silly because he makes all these all this money with Nike, who is known to have a uh, um slave labor and uh, sweat factories. You know, uh, it's it's shops. funny that
0: you bring yeah. that up because your your boy Jason Whitlock, I actually posted this in in the Telegram group. He actually was interviewed and. He was saying how this is actually more to do with Nike and Adidas and the shoe companies than it does with the NBA. For those of you who don't know, again, I'm going to really hammer this capitalism thing down because the NBA is like an 8 to $10 billion a year business, mm-hmm. um, which you might think is a lot of money until you compare it to what Adidas and Nike make a year. Mm. Adidas annual revenue is like almost $22 billion and Nike is like almost forty billion, mm-hmm. so both of those revenues dwarf the NBA. You know, yeah. I mean, NBA. Honestly, the NBA is actually small potatoes when you compare it to the the big shoe companies like Adidas and Nike, right, who do right. tons and tons and tons of business yes. over in China. So again, this this is really like big big money. So don't think that the NBA commissioner didn't get a phone call. From Phil Knight, you know what I mean, and 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 his boys over at Adidas, like, yo, you need to you need to kill that noise, because yeah, James Harden does his tours over in China, Steph Curry, LeBron, all these guys do do those Chinese tours to push mm-hmm. product. All this is to this is all to uh, it's almost like to me the NBA has become less and less of a basketball organization and almost like a marketing organization. Well,
2: yeah, it's a big commercial. Yeah, sure. yeah, exactly. I mean, like, like it's a, a large
0: commercial. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, look at all the jerseys. Now, Now they're coming out with, you know, you have one team, they'll have like six, seven different styles of jerseys in one year to make it fashionable now, you know? Um, but yeah, it, it, it is about, it is about the, really, it's about the slave labor and the sweatshops that happen, not only in China, but certainly in China. Uh, it, 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 China is the factory uh, of the world, uh, and so for LeBron to you know when he resigned with Nike and you know it's estimated that he signed a billion dollar deal even though the the details of the terms weren't shared um I just I just find it interesting how he can talk about all this kind of stuff not get too specific but then when it comes to the oppression that happens to make those sneakers um that he wears he's silent and the statement I you know everybody can't speak on everything no but you can speak on that because even even uh, uh, Stephon Marbury uh, spoke on that. I remember the shoes, that. Yeah,
0: I remember that from a few years ago. Yeah,
2: sho- sho- shoes. I would say shoes shoes are just as relevant, if not more relevant, that LeBron can speak on than he can um, police brutality. No doubt. You know, because you he's directly he's he's di- he's directly a part of the whole um, you know shoe thing. And the police brutality stuff, unless he get in that Billy Club or getting treated like Fabo which he's not, uh, then, you know, well, he's not experiencing that himself. But he is he is experiencing the whole shoe game thing and, and, and the oppression with the clothes. So anyway,
1: well, what you're talking about is exactly where capitalism paints itself into a corner. Mm, come on. So mm-hmm. The whole point is to increase profits. Yeah. But in order to increase profits, in order to increase the space between the cost uh, of merchandising and the amount that you're charging to make it so that it's not pro- prohibitive for most people, the more you have to exploit workers who are actually creating whatever your finished product is. Yes. And, yes, and- and There's no end to that. It just continues and continues and continues. It happened during the peculiar institution known as the transatlantic slave trade, it ha- it's ha- it happens in every aspect of society, and it's happening here. And I just wanted to mention uh, briefly, because uh, I know on. you want to say something to that, that a lot of people will make it seem like capitalism is inherently uh, biblical. So that if somebody mentions Uh-oh. socialism, or communism, or some sort of... Um, A a system that benefits society as a whole, people will say, nope, if you don't work, you don't eat, that's unbiblical. Uh But then somehow capitalism, which if taken to its logical conclusion will oppress the most amount of people for the benefit financially of a few, then people will say that's biblical. There are problems with all of this.
0: Karl Marx. You know, um, one of my old co-workers actually he has his mba and he was telling me how they would take some different finance classes when he was getting his um his masters and he was like how they don't they don't really say it but they say it they kind of it's implied that yeah a certain segment of the population has to be below like they they have to yep. be put down low underclass right Not in underclass. order for capitalism to work. to work like in 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 order for it to even work like that's the way that it's structured that there has to be Up and they're asked to be down, and honestly, I think capitalism has the best public relations. Because you're right, the jokers get out here beating their chest about how it's in line with the scripture, and I'm kind of like, yo, you know. Well,
2: yeah, I mean, and you know, I I would say just so I don't come off as like, you know, Karl Marx, a one-time, one-time capitalism. Um, You know, buying and selling and all that other stuff. I mean, it 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 kind of. I think that there's a natural order to that, but I think that the way in which that is implemented uh in 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 one time capitalism and the fact that um we are exploited the world is exploited through usury or exorbitant interest in these loans that can never get paid back I think that's the biggest problem um and and uh one of the solutions to uh the, the logical conclusion that you were talking about, Eva, in my view, I was and I was reading this off that book. Um, what's the book from my man? Um, the, the drink that
0: y'all holding hostage? Yeah, yeah. yeah, uh-huh. yeah I'm yeah, looking yeah. at you. The,
2: the Economic Pendulum. That She's just, like, oh
0: yeah, that's right, he did yeah. have a book like that. The book, The Economic...
1: I'm, I'm finishing up, Elijah Morgan. I yeah. just got other books that I've got to put... <laughs> you should have again.
0: that joke memorized by now, yeah, right? Yeah, the,
2: the Economic Pendulum, one of the things he talked about... Uh, and it was the year of Jubilee that was instituted in um, in Israel um, that for a, after the, in in the seventh year of the Hebrew calendar um, all debts were forgiven. I
1: thought that was the 49th, uh, so so the, a forty ninth. So
2: there is a forty ninth one. There's, there's seven times seven. There's another one at the forty nine. I don't know. I could be getting them mixed up, but okay.
0: but um, the the point stands that yeah the the year yeah. of Jubilee right 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 I got you right yeah yeah. I mean, so ultimately, we're not here saying that socialism is better than capitalism or communism. We're not here caping for any ism. The point of it is, is that there are pros and cons to all. And Mm -hmm. as, you know, listen, as, as children of God, we just maneuver through them, but this is really for the people who like to beat their chest about capitalism. And it's like, if you're going to get capitalism, then you're going to get all of capitalism. You're not going to get a piece of it Right? I can make some bread and make a quick buck. And No, you're going to get all of capital. You're, you're going to get the unbalanced scales that Proverbs talks about. Guess what? You want capitalism? Then you're going to get unbalanced scales. Because in order for one cat to get bread, somebody else is getting their bread taken. You want your interest on your accounts? Where do you think that interest is coming from? Right? You, you want this thing to get marked up for you to get that windfall? Where do you think it's coming from? It doesn't come out of nowhere. It comes off the back of somebody else. And so I think when when we just look at this whole situation with the NBA, the NBA is making bread. They got hookups like nobody's business with the shoe companies that, listen, even the NFL is envious. NFL players be like, yo, how can I get get some of that action, boss? You ever see like every summer when NBA free agency hits, NFL players always tweeting like, yo, I'm trying to get some of that action. So – the, but that's what they so that's what it that's what it is. And so when you see the underbelly of it, right? Here's the underbelly. Right. The underbelly is well, it's hundreds of millions of people in China that uh, put money in Nike's pocket, that put money in Adidas' pocket, and Under Armour and whoever else. And yeah, we got to be a little bit beholden because, like you said, Eva, America's not really the center of the basketball universe anymore. We have the best players, but we don't have the most players you know we, we it's a we have the best but not the most and so what what you're seeing here is just the scab getting ripped off and you can kind of see the white meat you know you sometimes you know you get cut down to the white meat well what we're seeing now, we're seeing the white meat of the basketball game and the white meat is China that's you know and that's just it, it is what it is i was in atlantic city recently ac as the gambler's call it right and we stopped in, there's an outlet mall out there. And we went to the Nike store. And, um.
2: I'm trying you- to figure out, hold on, I'm, I'm stuck on this white meat thing. Is, now is the white meat. <laughs> That's the, analogy. Not is the, is the, I, is the Is the white meat dog meat or cat meat? I'm just Woo. trying to figure that
0: out. Oh man.
2: Did you know by the way. Hey, that, I'm a, uh, I'm a meow,
0: meow, that joke. No, no,
2: no. Up until like 2014. 44, it was legal in 44 states in the United States to consume, to slaughter dogs and cats. Did you know that?
0: Get some of that General Souls, brother. I
2: know Get it's that a lot of Chinese souls, restaurants, in. brother.
0: <laughs> Everybody, and this is listen. not an
2: insult because be, they do be eating this. So.
0: Oh yeah. Listen, anybody anyway. who tells me, oh, I would never eat that. I say, you know what, you ain't been hungry enough. We Did live in you know? America. We 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 live in America and we eat better than almost anybody in the world for like the last millennia. Well,
1: it, if you was no think about it. Always, if man.
0: think about it, um if if you were a king if you were a king a millennia ago, you couldn't get Italian food, Jamaican food, Chinese food, you know, nah. whatever else. We can walk down the street and pretty much get anything. So I just say I like to say, people say that they won't eat dog. I say, well, you probably did. First of all, if you went to the carryout, you probably did. Yeah, you
2: probably did. Yeah. But
0: second of all, you just not hungry enough. Let it become Walking Dead out here. Let let <laughs> let it become Walking Dead out here. Anything, everything is going down.
2: Did you know before we get back to did, the white meat? Okay, yeah, I think about the white meat. In, in the book of Leviticus, I think about the ninth chapter, it talks about um, the wow. dietary laws. I think it's the ninth chapter. It's like the eighth and ninth chapter, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And did you know that creeping things such as locusts, other kinds That's of bugs, clean animals. Are, clean, are, are, are clean animals and, and they are, we are sanctioned uh, or the, the nation of Israel is sanctioned to, to eat those. Did you know that?
0: How you think he take yep, yep. what the locusts have stolen? You take the whole locust, brother. Yeah. That's what so I'm, I'm just saying. You
2: know, for all those listening, you know, Dang. if you're eating at them carryouts, you're eating them roaches, that, you know, that no, might no, actually,
1: I don't think the sister mentioned roach. Roach, okay. Excuse uh, me it me mentioned roaches. different types of insects, but okay. I don't know what.
0: I don't think it said reason. roach. I think it said roach.
1: Okay.
2: All right, yeah. cool. Well, maybe not roaches then. It was <laughs> unclean. All right. Uh, Anyway, so so what was going on with China you were saying AJ? You were waxing poetic?
0: I mean nothing, I'm mean, just that's it is what it is. I mean, I don't I I take it or leave it like any earthly institution. I Uh-oh. look at it, you know, um going to get a little Bible-y here. You know how we do. Gotta make that gotta make that left turn. Um there's a scripture in Joshua where they're at Jericho and they're marching around Jericho about to take the city and um an angelic presence Meets Joshua and Caleb, and they run up on him like, "Yo, you with us or against us, homie?" And the angel is like, "You like I represent." He's like, you "I'm the, I'm peon.
1: the,
0: huh?" You peon. Pretty much, he's like, "Yeah, I'm a, I'm a commander in the army of the Lord of hosts," and he's like, "I'm not with you or against. Like, I don't have time for these earthly squabbles." And I think that that's always God's position. So I mean, whether it's communist or capitalist or any ist um i think god is neither for it nor against it because he dwells so far above it so you know for all these castes beating their chest talking about capitalism is god's system i think you are sadly mistaken and you're just seeing that now you're just seeing the the ramifications of that drink these guys but, are not about to rock this chinese gravy train
1: but props to capitalism and all of uh, and the plutocracy that um has been uh basically propagandizing it because they've done an amazing job. Uh, Every time I know that I put something on one of my social media accounts uh, criticizing it, the people who should also be criticizing it because they're on the poor end of it are defending it. Mm -hmm. Especially people who would consider themselves to be Christian. The whole part about if you won't work, you won't eat comes up. But more than that, uh, what comes up is sort of an anti-unionization ideal um, because of certain scandals that took place with labor unions, mm-hmm. and instead of looking at the reason that labor unions were needed in the first place. Boy, Jimmy Hoffa, um, huh? And, and the fact that if work if, uh, if work basically Shout out the to idea the Teamsters. Basically the idea that workers actually should not have rights because they wouldn't have jobs if uh, the elite did not employ them. And you know what? What you need to do is look at the other side of it, which is to say, the elite would not be the elite without the literal wealth that's being generated by these workers. And so, you would, but you, one thing that that the elite have done is they've really brainwashed people. Even it, it was almost like in West Virginia. Remember when um, Obama was running, and you had people in those states who were the poorest white people um, in America, right? two teeth in the head. I mean, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. And you see them being interviewed and saying that they do not want universal health care and, and no matter what. And, and they'll vote for a person of a particular party regardless of whether it's a part of their best interest. Mm,
2: yeah. get, get, go ahead, get political, Eva.
0: Yeah, I saw, I, I saw a, um, a report from Al Jazeera like that too. They were, mm. I think they were like down in Alabama or Mississippi. And it was the same thing. I mean, pretty much the exact same thing. They're like, yeah, sir, do you have health care? Nah. Do you want universal? Nah, I don't want universal health care. She's like, but you don't have health care. Yeah, I don't care, but I just don't want the government involved. It's like, all right, well, get sick and die. I mean, you know, that's pretty much the result. That's the result. Oof, that's man, the hey, result. Come on, man, you know, like, like I said earlier, capitalism has the best public relations. They got the best public relations, man, so.
1: Definitely, definitely.
0: So, um, speaking of government stuff that doesn't work, I haven't had a This Week in the News in a while, so this will be kind of like an inverted version of that, because mm. there was somebody who said something stupid related to, well, it wasn't that stupid, but it was kind of predictable, um, and it is kind of related to church folks, so we're just going to go ahead and throw it out there. How about that? All right?
2: Okay. How about that?
0: How about that? I'm, I'm, I'm about that action, boss. Oh no, no, that that was the other guy. What was the chick name? Cash Me Outside. How about that? Yeah. Cash Me Outside. How about that? <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> Cash Me Outside. How about that? So anyway, your boy Beto or Rourke, who's like you got like one percent or point one percent of the, the polling right now, whatever it is. I think me and Beto got the same number of votes right now going into the primaries.
2: Oh man. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs>
0: He's pulling them ATI numbers right now. You know, Beto's pulling them across the intersection numbers okay. on his polling right now. So you know he's yeah. killing it. I think Beto got a mixtape coming out and he got something <laughs> on SoundCloud He' getting ready to drop. I don't know. Um, he was in a town hall and the question came up about gay marriage. Y'all y'all know the spiel. I'm not, I'm not really going to get into all that because I really don't feel like talking about that. Okay. But he, he made it an interesting statement. He said... um. If he became president, which was comical, (laughs) Um, because he won't become president, Um, is that if he did become president, any church that did not recognize same-sex marriage, he would move to remove their tax-exempt status. He was pretty much like, I'm coming for that 501C3Z, Um, which I thought was, first of all, it was bold. Um, that Beto said it and not uh, one of the mainline candidates, you know, Biden or Elizabeth Warren or somebody like, you know, crazy Bernie or somebody, you know. Um, I thought that was interesting. And then, the next day, on Twitter, he doubles down. He doubles down on his comment that he he had made the uh, night before. And I was like, man, this dude is really going in. So, old Beto Double down on Twitter. Let me let me pull up the uh, tweet of of what of what old boy said. Hold on here.
1: I so had it pulled up and, is it, and it went he away. Somebody who was just looking for a last ditch, last ditch effort to increase his support.
0: Probably. Because um, this seems
1: like a desperate, you know, hail mary.
0: So this this is what he said on Twitter. He said there can be. This is from uh, October tenth. There can be no reward, no benefit, no tax break for anyone or any institution or organization in America that denies the full human rights and the full civil rights of everyone in America. That's your boy Beto. Um, I just yeah, you're you're right, Eva. I, I I feel like it's a hail mary. Like he just flailing now at this point. Yeah, I let mean, let me just throw stuff at the wall, see what sticks.
2: It's it's hilarious because when like they had the little town hall meeting for you know the uh, you know the alphabet joint, and then I I'm just like yo it's like three of them walking around <laughs> like y'all doing all of it. How many votes do y'all really think y'all gonna get? But that that's how you know that's how you know it's is it is the it is a uh, people behind the curtain pushing the stuff because it's yeah. not even. Just off sheer population, I mean, don't get me wrong. They're trying to create more people, uh, but for the most part, like they, it, it, that's an overwhelming minority of people. I mean, you're talking, you know, as is said, one out of twenty. That's five percent of the population. Uh, that that's very small. Oh yeah, you know? no,
0: it's a, it's extremely small. Uh, but they <laughs> have an hilarious. agenda. They 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 have an agenda. It's hilarious. So what's, yeah, because what, what is interesting and, and also hilarious about it is I actually expected this to happen, like I said, from a mainline candidate. And I thought that this would have happened sooner. Like, honestly, I thought that this would have happened before now. I thought somebody long before Beto O'Rourke, Beto, yeah. would, have, would have said this or at least pushed some kind of legislation in Congress like this. Because this kind of stuff happens in Canada all the time, you know. Mm. They, they, you know, years ago, I I re- remember reading articles about the Canadian government going after churches five hundred one c threes or whatever their version is yeah. of tax exempt status, um, for churches that did not acknowledge or recognize or perform a uh, homosexual marriages. That's wild. Um, yeah, which is and wild. It's like
2: how do you prove that, right? And the only way you can prove that. Is by rejecting one you see what I'm saying because what if you never did one that doesn't necessarily mean that good point uh yeah. you know that doesn't necessarily mean that you don't the only way you can find that find out if somebody doesn't is if they reject it so what that what that means is that that puts a target on many of these clergy's back where uh, one of these uh, lobbyists uh, or nonprofit organizations um, that are uh, you know um, uh, uh, or activists or whatever, what have you that are, that are for that particular, uh, thing can target a, uh, uh, a, a church, uh, institution, go to the pastor. Uh, maybe they hop into a premarital counseling course and just say, Hey, you know, me and, you know, the love of my life want to get married and then now that puts the, that puts the, 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 the clergy, the clergy member, the pastor, uh, in a situation that is, uh, if they say yes, then, um, that, that means that they are, um, you know, I mean, essentially an apostate, uh, or, um, they are, they are in false teaching in that regard, um, which jeopardizes the the, the teaching of the flock and all of that. Um, and I mean, come on! It's a, it's no. a.
0: These these cats have have gotten in bed. Speaking of getting in bed, even letting it, letting the hair down, she's like, "Let yeah. me wrap this up." But um, these 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 cats have have gotten in bed with Uncle Sam, thinking it was always going to be greasy, and now here we are, and it's right. and it's about to get greasy. Because what do you like? What like? I don't foresee any one of these clowns, you know, necessarily beating Trump. But who knows what could happen? But at some point. Right, in the near future, you're going to have some Uber-liberal president. It's, it's going to happen. like people think Obama was liberal, and he was, but it's going to be like one of these Elizabeth Warren types.' It's like, you know, free college, that one of them type, right? What, what, are, the, what are the saints going to do who have gotten in bed with Uncle Sam and who, you know, I mean, I just think that it's, it, it it's been time, and so we we've been in a like kind of a calm before the storm. You know, we, we've been in a calm before the storm for a while, and um, I just, I really, I'm I'm actually very, you know, saddened by it because there's going to be so many people who are going to be scattered like sheep. You know, there's actually a, a scripture that I, that I was thinking of, get a little Bible-y. Let me get a little bible and a little historical on y'all. Um, in Mark 13, and I believe it's also in Matthew, like 24, you know, you know, synoptic gospels. Um where the disciples are rapping with Jesus about the beauty of the temple in the temple courts. And they're like, Yo, Lord, check out the beauty of the buildings and the stones and etc. And Jesus looks at him and is like, Yo, you see these buildings over here? (laughs) Like it's it eventually there will not be a stone left standing upon one another. They will be torn down. And for those of you who who know history in AD seventy. Um, Roman soldiers wrecked Edrin. You know, they they tore the temple down um because it was a fire, and they literally thought that the gold was in between the stones. So they like literally pulled the pulled every single stone apart. Um, so it's it's almost like God used the Gentile, like not necessarily Gentile ethnically speaking, but the unbeliever. He used the unbelieving Roman Empire to destroy. The temple, almost as a sign to say, "Listen, I have moved on beyond this joint. This joint is dead." Yeah,
1: there's precedent for that. Yeah, there's precedent for that. That's the way uh, the, the 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 creator uh, dealt with Israel from the beginning, from so, the time that the law was given. It was always some pagan nation that was used.
0: That was used, uh, for right? That
1: purpose.
0: And so I just think we we can't, we, we kind of coming into a place like, like that now. When you look at, you know, for those of you who rock with some of our other podcasts, we um. Uh, on House to House podcast, we interviewed uh, Richard Jacobson. I would encourage you to go check that out, but you know, he's the author of the book Unchurching. And he he referenced a bunch of different studies that were just showing how many millions and millions and millions of people are leaving churches. And they're not being replenished by new people or younger people, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But we just keep going on business as usual. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you know, right before recession hit, people still going on business as usual the day that the Messiah is crucified, cats still in the temple, business as usual. It's just kinda like, yo, nobody sees the writings on the wall here, and so I just feel like when you got little guys like Beto that just kinda throws it out there, don't think that these cats are not having these kinds of discussions behind closed doors. Like, you know, Beto is small potatoes, but there are very powerful people that are probably having these discussions Behind closed doors. Oh ain't, yeah, ain't no probably. Well, yeah, definitely. Thank you. Yeah. But
2: you know, I don't. I don't want to get into the whole. You know, you start. You know, start calling me a conspiracy theorist and whatnot. Ain't no conspiracy.
1: Oh, you have already been determined.
0: Thi- thi- <laughs> <laughs> <This> <laughs> right, stuff exactly. Is, what you this mean is, by starting? <laughs> this stuff is conspiracy <laughs> fact. But anyway. Yeah, I mean, no. These, these cats are having talks behind closed doors. I mean, that 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 I know because it'll you know. Listen. One of the systems is the religious system. I mean, the Revelation talks about it. You know, Bab- the the Babylonian whore in Babylon. So I mean, we we there. So like when when cats like build their entire existence around the system, and then the the system is revealed to be godless. You have yeah, a choice yeah. to make. You well, have a choice the, to make.
2: One of the strategies behind that, because um, I. You know past if they're presented and they say no you know they're not gonna they're not gonna do this then um that could be they could be sued they could be sued and that can be run up all the way into the supreme court uh and they could either win or they could either lose but let's just say you know even under the threat of suing one of the things that a lot of these uh organizations can do is uh not be a non-profit uh, they could be a for profit. I go. mean, they're already for profit anyway. <laughs> they might now, well just now it's gonna be official, yeah, yeah, just make it official. Uh, but anyway, I know that that's gonna unfortunately, in the, in many of these churches' views, is going to uh lower their uh, membership. They can't grow as big because people are not able to write off their donations. Yep, and so that's how you know who's really with it. Um, but really, you know, that's. <laughs> That's what being a believer is all about. It's not about the numbers anyway. Um, there's a remnant, there's a core uh, that exists. And maybe that's going to be a big shedding. And that'll, you yeah. know, let us know who's who's who.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, turn it away. Yep. Let it, people will be turning away. So, anyway, we don't want to give you all no doom and gloom. That's just, it is what it is. I think that Beto is small potatoes. And once you have somebody a little bit more bigger and a little bit more powerful make that statement, it's going right. to send ripples. Me was
2: fingerling potatoes, huh? Yeah,
0: he's a he's a pawn. You ain't had no bishop. He's not no UConn. Right, right, right. You know, once the bishops and, and the knights come out, you know, ain't left ain't, ain't that much further to go before you get to the king. So lower king. Well,
1: someone did say that the pawn is actually the most powerful piece on the chess board, but you know that would lead to another discussion. I just wanted to put that out there as a consideration.
0: I would see that because the, the pawn sacrifices himself because you know pretty much you making that statement. In 2019, mm-hmm. that pretty much jettisons your your candidacy. Now, in 2029, <laughs> that's, that's going to be the flavor of the day. But right now, it, you still have enough religious people right now where Castle Black, like, oh, nah. So that okay. deep six is his candidacy. But another generation from now, that's going to be norm. That's going to be the norm. So... I think he's just enough to you know, be willing to sacrifice himself just to get it out there in the public square, just to throw it out there, like "yo, we talking about this." Blah, but yeah. believe me, in another decade or so, when 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 it's normal, you know, who would have thought when we was kids, you know, in the '70s, '80s, early '90s or whatever, when we were kids. Who would have thought that it would be, you know, the things that we talk about now would actually be like normal? Now, back then, it, it, it was taboo. So you know, right. it, yeah, yeah, another couple of decades, sure. it'll it'll be the normal if, thing. If
2: if this, of course, that is, if this society is around that long.
0: <laughs> always, it is.
2: Oh, you know, always with the asterisk.
0: Yeah, that brings it full circle, people. So go out there and learn Chinese, because this society might not be here. Ni hao, ni ni hao that joint. Man. Anyway, we thank y'all for rocking with us. So you know how we do, Um, no matter we talking about the hypocrisy and capitalism or foolish politicians who want to jettison their uh, candidacy in 2019, but who just want to test the water, test the water to come and get the saints. Saints be on your guard. Y'all know we keep God in the mix. So for A Swish and Eva, this is AJ saying peace. Peace let's get started i won't teach you let me set apart who is my people the ones who set in their heart to be believers press on to the mark to follow jesus when it gets hard they be seeking the leaders fathers that help them heal when they are beaten or help them see the meaning when they're grieving don't follow their feelings that will being misleading. They the ones that keeping it biblical Keeping 100 when others saying it's fictional A relational life, that is how it's scriptural A stay in the light while cats be living typical Integrity we chose Cause both is hypocritical Religious midwitch man, that is how they picture you